Blog Talk Radio. Armed Forces and the Men and Women Police and Fire Services. 
We'd also like to honor those who are in the first line of defense against COVID, the nurses, the doctors, the CNAs, the auxiliary people at the hospitals, the lab people, and those working in the field taking the test. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for everybody out there. Our listeners are the, our, ba- our greatest quality and our best uh, product. Um, tonight we're, we're, um, we've got full staff on. Uh, Dr. Chris is going to come on in just a minute. We have uh, uh, Bob and we have Zito and uh, this is Butch, and, and uh, we're ready to go. Um, I want to uh, thank all our listeners uh, we were off for three weeks. Uh, the first week was, of course, uh, the holiday. The second week was a sort of a family emergency. And last week, uh, we had to, the uh, computer just take a dump on us an hour before the uh, the show. So we had to buy a new computer, and hopefully uh, everything will go out in uh, much better shape uh, tonight. Um, I want to, uh, again, I want to personally thank Bob Kilfoot. He came on uh, our Wednesday night show and uh, – Really brought a, a, a lively conversation to the uh, to the group. Um, I was telling Bob when we were off the air that uh, we had 30, uh, 30 emails just uh, talking about uh, his enthusiasm for MMA uh, UFC, and um, he was uh, one, did a wonderful job. Uh, we also uh, want to uh, say from the very beginning, um, Zito. Uh, is a man of many talents. Uh, he's not only a trainer, he's not only a boxer, he's also a gentleman within the, the community that he lives and has made uh, made huge strides in that community uh, in helping people. So uh, we want to make sure that, and, and Ty is also, uh, Ty's not with us right now, but uh, he might be. Uh, Ty's made, uh, his, made his mark as a uh, filmmaker uh, and has uh, quite a few projects going, so that's why he's uh, not on sometimes. But uh, he himself has, has made a big, big uh, uh, dent in the population of um, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, as for helping people. So uh, they're living the tradition of a man who uh, spent his, his whole uh, adult life helping people, whether it was with the State Department of uh, Social Services or as a coach or as a referee, and that's Coach Mel. So uh, with that said, uh, let's get into the meat of the thing here, and uh, let's start with Bob. I don't know what the hell happened to uh, Jorge Masvidal uh, on that fight. I watched it again, and I'm still trying to figure out, you know, Usman took him, but uh, I I was looking at uh, Jorge doing a better job. What do you think? <clears throat> All right. Um, kind of jumped around. So Jorge, I think, see, Usman's a specimen. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But he's going to end up being one of those um, um, Khabib's or or uh, Daniel Cormier's or or uh, you know he, he's he's going to play it safe. He, he's a strong specimen. Held him up against the cage uh, because he didn't want to get hit by Jorge. And what that shows me is either a great deal of respect or fear. You know what I mean for Jorge's uh, skill. Um, Carmen's just—I mean—he's strong for that division. Um, and Jorge's more of a striker, coming with the—you know—generating the power from the hips and <clears throat> excuse me. And so, um, yeah, I, I wanted to see more, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, he can't win them all, you know. Um, I think they'll uh, do it again. Or, you know, he might. I'm home, man. I've been, I, 
It's a pleasure to be inside with air conditioning. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the show on? Yeah, you're on the air right now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Hey, Dr. Chris. <laughs> okay, Bob, you you're talking about Usman in the... Yeah, yeah, so no, that's about it. I mean, Jorge just couldn't get past uh, Usman's strength and power holding him up. Um, I do get to say, you know, that a lot of people, those, those foot stomps, the, the, the first 10 or 15 don't really hurt. The, the next 15 to 30 do really bad. <laughs> so um, yeah. it, it, it's a technique, but I've had it done to me, and to me it's a it's a cheap technique. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he really wanted to go to the ground with him and risk any of jiu-jitsu, um, even though he's a good wrestler, and definitely didn't want to, you know, stand back and strike with him. Mm-hmm. Z, did you, did you have to see it? Zito? Can you hear me? Okay. Can you yeah, hear me? Oh, yeah. I, I, ha- I, I happen to see highlights. Um, mm-hmm. And I agree with Bob to a certain extent. Uh, I don't think uh, Usman had fear. Uh, what, what happens, if you go in there with fear, you're going to get knocked out, especially by a high-level striker like Masvidal. I don't care how good the wrestling is. You cannot come in scared. Um, you have to come in with a game plan. And Usman did what sort of Usman does best. Usman's a grinder. He's not gonna he's not gonna do a whole lot to you within that first few you know, first few seconds. He's not gonna explode on you and and you know, take you out of there. He's not a striker and especially on Jorge's level. Uh what Usman's gonna do, he's gonna uh he's gonna Get skin to skin, a term that uh, me, you know, when you're getting me and Ty like to use in a lot of fighters, um, skin to skin, meaning that you, you, you guys are touching chest, you guys are, are, are rubbing together essentially. Um, you don't have that striking space, that 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 explosive striking space, I should say. You have a lot of guys like Cormier, and that's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> Cormier is a little different. Cormier is he, Cormier can last on his feet. Cormier uh, knocked uh, Bigfoot Silva out, who who was uh, considered a pretty good striker. Uh, so Cormier, I mean, as far as his hands, he knocked Steepy out. I mean, so Cormier stand up. Cormier stand up is is to me exceptionally crafty. That's what I would call it. Um, Usman is not a stand up guy, but he doesn't need to be. So when you when when I mean in the MMA game, you kind of you're gonna do what's best for you. If you don't do what's best for you, you're gonna get knocked out. I mean, goodness gracious, you take it back to the days of uh, Hoist Gracie or uh, the Gracies. These guys, they they go ahead and choke you out with 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 your own gig when that was allowed. But ask them to stand up for too long. Even the more more recent Gracies, oh, uh, they're gonna they're going to submit you, and their striking has gotten better, but they lose the strikers. They lose before they can get on the ground. And if you have a way of not doing that, sort of like Chell Sonnen. If you want to if you want to be honest, Chell Sonnen is one of those guys who his striking is just he has good boxing, but his striking is good enough just to get skin to skin with you. And sometimes that's all guys need in MMA. All they need to do is get skin to skin with you, and People could say it's a boring fight. It's not a high-impact fight. But if you look, these guys are applying technique. I mean, it, it takes a whole bunch of technique to go ahead and get from 
half guard to, to, to full mount or half guard to side. I mean, I mean, you have to know what you're doing because once one little shift of the hips, even on the ground, your, your ass is on on your back and somebody's on top of you with 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 with, with, with their balls on your chest. I mean, literally. So you really have to uh, be careful. I've I've took grappling classes. I've actually taken like kind of gotten a little good to know the holes and techniques. I'm not an expert. I'm not an MMA guy. I've just taken things so in case I, I you know just I happen to get in a situation where a big guy is sitting on my chest. I kind of know what to do to a certain extent. I mean, you know, just I'm not stupid and void in in certain situations, but. You're dealing with guys who they don't need to be acute in everything. They just need to be experts in what they do good. If they get good enough to get in their positions, you have guys who could who could strike all day and are hard to take down. Oh my goodness, uh, Israel Asante. Guys, they they are slippery like eels. You just can't hold these guys down. You have guys like that who are successful. So, I mean, you have to know. Essentially, a lot of parts of the game in MMA really, really, really have to specialize in what you do and get good at it, and get good enough to get in your positions. I mean, that, that's okay. the same in boxing. That's all of fighting, to be honest. You have to be smart enough and to train yourself to make yourself the best fighter under what you are. And that's the problem. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm talking, but when I talk sure, about this, I talk about a lot of trainers too. Because mm-hmm. you get to a training thing to where people are trained in one mold. You can be six nine, and and you're getting trained like the six foot five guy because the trainer doesn't know any different. The trainer's teaching the little guy how to box tall. That doesn't. That, that, so you have to kind of look at a guy's skill frame, skill set, and his his physical frame. And Floyd Mayweather, yeah, he could box long against taller guys because he was, you know, he has good reflexes was quick and he had a good measure of timing. Pick any other guy his size fighting a, a, a tall guy who's boxing tall. That, you, exactly. You're gonna need you're gonna need to apply some other skill sets, not outside of outside boxing. So every fighter needs to know exactly what they're good at and specialize in that. They, I mean, people don't understand. People you, you, either trainers only focus on one specific thing and can't help with anything else, or they're all over the place. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that, that that I mean, I'm I love fighting sports, and I'm seeing a lot of that going on. It's it's getting commercialized. Only the bigger and the oh, he looks explosive. He has not a bit of technique, but he looks explosive. So. He's the guy we're going to concentrate on. This goes on in gyms. This goes on on TV. I mean, we know it goes on on TV, but it goes on in gyms, and that's the sad thing where you have trainers focusing on only the talent instead of developing the the better, you know, getting a better quality of fighter out of that gym. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen some of the guys you walk in the gym don't know a lick. They're little and they they don't have any explosiveness. They're slow. They're not even powerful. But yet these guys work hard enough to where if once they start learning and it, it, it really it starts clicking in, which doesn't take long with a guy who really wants to learn. 
Right. Those guys take the bigger guys, the bigger, faster guys apart. I've, I've, I've done it. I've seen it. I've, I've coached it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it just amazes me how other trainers don't see the value in teaching to a certain extent. They, they worry on the physical looks, the physical aspects, and and then often you, you, you're teaching the guys, yeah, you're big and powerful. Keep doing big and powerful things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't hey, Chris, even in, in any sport. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. No, that's fine. That was awesome. Well said. Yeah. And I want to. I yeah. want a public service announcement on uh, you know talking about when you start uh, jujitsu or wrestling around the ground and someone sits up on your chest and you know uh, public service announcement. Everyone start washing your jock straps, washing your gym clothes. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, for all our listeners out there, we smell you. We're trying to be polite. Yeah, <laughs> start washing your clothes. Right above the. <laughs> hey, Chris, uh, we got uh, Sergey yeah. uh, Devinchenko is calling out uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez and also uh, Jamar Jamar Charlo. Uh, of those of those two, uh, which do you think will accept? And the other, and the the question is, uh, who who would be the best fighter for him? Frank, say that again. Who's calling who out? <laughs> Sergey Devinchenko is called yeah. uh, Canelo Alvarez and Jamal Charlo. Well, you know, we're back to the old story. What in the hell says that either one of those guys is going to accept the fight with him? Who is he to call call them out? I mean, those guys. It looks like their their plate is full. Uh, Charlo's got a, a opponents lined up. Alvarez got opponents lined up. Uh, this this uh, bit of calling a guy out, uh, you got like I said a hundred times, you got to wait in line. It's not his turn yet. Um, Canelo's got to fight Triple G one more time. His fight's going to come off. And Charlo, I I think he's a very, very powerful middleweight. Not, I'm, I mean he's got some really good fights ahead of him. Um, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if he wanted to fight Canelo. You know, that would be a big damn fight. Canelo sure. at 165. Charlo can move up. He's real. He's a big guy. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I, I, think, I think that the Russian is going to just have to wait his turn. You know, everybody wants to make the big money fast, but it's not going to happen. I, sure. I, you know, these guys are calling. Yeah, calling out. You know, we, you know how the managers are. <laughs> right. You've got to clear them. Mm-hmm. You could call the fighters out all you want, but you got to you got to clear the managers and 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 you know that's their meal tickets, man. They're not going to fool with their meal tickets. Uh, yeah. Canelo's got a, a bright future for the next couple of years of opponents where he can make tons of money, so he's not going to waste it. And and uh, and uh, De La Hoya's too damn smart to throw him into a bad fight, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I still say Canelo's small, and uh, yeah. in these heavyweight classes, he's it's a it's dangerous for him. I don't, I don't. He should stay the hell in the middleweight division, and he mm-hmm. he's not tall enough for that uh, light heavy uh, division. And uh, I, I think that uh, he's going to get his head head <laughs> knocked around a little bit. 
in the bigger divisions. He's just a, he's he's what's he five seven at best. I don't yeah, know how the hell he can eight, survive. Five eight, eight and a half. He, he's he's about five eight, eight and a half truly. He's not five you nine. Think, you think he's that tall? Yeah, he, yeah, he's about five eight and a half because Floyd Mayweather, when you see them matched up, he's slightly, slightly taller than Floyd, and Floyd's about a legit five eight. Wow, I'm gonna give like I, Floyd, I'm gonna give him a legit five eight because I saw him like against Diego Corrales, who's about what six <laughs> two. I mean, he 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 measured up to about five eight. Canelo's slightly taller. Um, I think that uh, Canelo, it all depends on who he fights. It depends on – he can um, – doesn't matter what weight class. Like, if he fights a Sullivan Barrera at light heavyweight, I would favor Canelo. Mm-hmm. If he fights uh, better beer, I would favor better beer. I mean, well, he's like heavyweight. Um, what's the guy? Oh my goodness! I'm thinking of the other guy, but I'm like against guys like uh, Kovalev. They, they scouted Kovalev. When you get to scout guys and measure them up, and you're the cash cow, you kind of get to pick, you know, your opponents no matter what weight. Just as Floyd did Canelo, he knew when to catch Canelo. We know Canelo does have Canelo's got Jason Quigley on uh, September September twelfth at this point. Well, well, Canelo's kind of calling the shot. Oh, oh, against who? Against Uh, Jason Quigley. No, uh, Jason Quigley. Okay, that's signed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Signed for uh, uh, September twelfth in Vegas. All right. Well, this is. Well, well, this is a tune-up fight, and we have to make sure this fight goes off. I mean, if if it goes off, it might not even be a gate, depending how the state of Las Vegas is going right now. Right. right. So, I mean, it might just be a, a closed car, you know, just 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 only televised. Okay. Well, let me let me jump to one other one because uh, I want to get off here and, and get their Ray on. Um, we got uh, Lomachenko versus Tiafino Lopez, uh, October third. What's your thought on that one? See, oh, what? I'm gonna let Doctor Chris handle this one first. Okay. first. Well, what, Chris? What weight? What weight is Lopez going to fight at? What's sure. he coming in at? Lomachenko. What's he going to fight at? One thirty-five. Yeah, I thought this was yeah. going to be 135. Can yeah. the other guy make 135? Yeah. For this he fight, can. he will. <laughs> he will. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's the fighting at 135. Isn't this the young guy that's just coming onto the mm-hmm. scene like a. I mean, yeah. are they he, rushing he, this poor guy? Hitter. What the hell are they rushing him for? Or is he mm-hmm. asking for his. Is this trainer looking for money real quick or what? What's the story? I don't understand why the Russian is. Dr. Chris, you know, in boxing, once you get a name, and and especially if you get a name and there's not a whole bunch in between you and the uh, the big guy, 
you're going to get your shot. And, you, you know, once you get in the boxing, you get your shot, you have to take it. Well, in fighting, you get that shot, I mean, it's not like you're going to get another one. So the guy's young, he's, he has a good record, and he, he's been knocking people out. I mean, he's a hard hitter. Yeah, he's, got, so, he's very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. So I mean, he, I mean, I mean I'm he's getting his shot him, early. He, he's getting his shot early. So, uh huh. Uh, I hate you know. Over the years, I've seen so many guys rush, and I've seen their careers ruined. And I, I just mm-hmm. this kid has tremendous potential. I really hoped I was hoping the hell they would hold him back a little bit. Um, uh, he doesn't have to prove uh, anything. Uh, he, he's doing great. The hell you got to fight Lomachenko for? Lomachenko is a, such a beautiful boxer. Um, I don't know that uh, he, he might uh, might make his kid look bad. He might, you know, he might, uh, you know, he's he's capable of that. That's why I asked if he's coming in at 135 and the other guy's coming in at 135, he's going to grow into a, a big welterweight eventually, that kid. And, uh, I, I think that they're rushing him. Of course, what's he, 21, 20? What's he? How old is he? Uh, Tell people might be like 22, 23. I have to look that up. But he's he, he's not, like, he's definitely not 25. He's definitely mm-hmm. not 25, and he has a name. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? All this All this talking that they're doing, I'd love to see somebody fight soon. <laughs> when the For hell are real? we going to watch a fight? I mean, Canelo, they're talking. This guy's talking. One of these guys, is anybody scheduled? Is anybody scheduled uh, that we're talking about? The, or they just... Uh, well, 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 I know that um, I've heard Dylan White and um, Andy Ruiz are, are, are supposed to be signed or coming close to... Uh, However, it's supposed to go. They're supposed to be uh, coming up on a fight. As far as things, when they're going to happen, I'm a little, uh, I'm skeptical because I'm still dealing with. Uh, and shout out to USA Boxing. Um, we're we, um, actually trying to get connected with them just to see when things are going to uh, spark off for Delaware Boxing because we we have to keep in line with them as far as the, the gym's concerned and everything. Mm-hmm. So, hey guys, but, uh, we're, uh, we're joined. We're joined by a good friend of ours, a good friend of the program, a uh, guy who, whose uh, career we followed for a long time here. Um, and he's, we started with him when uh, he was uh, boxing in Delaware, and now he's moved up all the way up to uh, just about. He's knocking on heaven's door, going to Vegas. Um, and if you look at uh, this week's boxing uh, news, uh, you see Max Kellerman. And Timothy Bradley both suggested to Bob Arum that uh, the new Ray Robinson uh, would be uh, hey, the best how you match guys for Terrence Crawford. Ray, how you doing tonight? Good, good, good. How you guys doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. Just so our, our, our fans know, Ray's current uh, uh, ranking is number tw- number 14 in the WBC. Uh, his record is 24-3-2 and two with 12 knockouts. And actually, he should be 26-3-2 uh, uh, in two bad decisions, uh, one with uh, 
Josh, Josh, uh, Josh Kelly and uh, one with uh, Kovaleskis. So, Ray, I'm going to leave it there and let, let you talk about uh, those two fights and the possibility of uh, going to Las Vegas in November. Hey, hey how you doing? Hey, listen, man. How you guys doing? Well, that's what I was doing. I was sitting at home, you know, um, enjoying the fights and found out that, uh, you know, Crawford, I mean, um, Timothy Bradley basically thought what I thought. And, you know, mm-hmm. he called my name. And it was, I, I felt as though that was only right. So, um, here we are, you know. Mm-hmm. And, right. Um, good, good, Z. Oh, no, Ray, I, I was just going to ask you. Um, I have a few questions, but I, uh, first of all, I want to ask you. I watched two fights where you won and you didn't get the decision. How do you feel about things like that? Um, I mean, honestly, that's, at the end of the day, man, that's the politics of the game. I already knew going in to so when I fought a, a, a top-ranked fighter, he was the number mm-hmm. one prospect. I mean, he was like the number one. Sorry, not prospect. He's the number one in the world. To fight Crawford. Whoever wins is supposed to fight Crawford, right? So I already knew I was the B side. So just one of the things yep. that the politics happens that if you win, I know they they give you a draw, and that normally happens if you in someone's hometown. And at the end of the day, when you're fighting on someone's promoter's card, you're in their hometown. And um, although the fight was in Philly. At the end of the day, I'm on. I'm in their hometown, as so I'm fighting on a, a promoter's card. They definitely was on the card. Yeah. yeah. Unless, unless I got a knockout, and uh, I'm not the type of fighter. I am a type of fighter. I swim without getting wet. I like, you know. At the end yeah. of the day, I made the guy to like him two left feet. But that's yes, one of did. the things that. <laughs> that's one of the things that that irritates me is that, you know, if the whoever wins is supposed to fight Crawford. And if I didn't win and he didn't win, it was a draw. I asked for a rematch. I asked Top Rank and I asked Cavalosis. They both said no. And he also still gets a shot at the world title. So that irritates it. That that irritates me. I mean, that would irritate anyone that ever been having a dream to fight for a world title. So that, that that's frustrating. And I just feel as though that if he got his shot at the world title, I deserve my shot at the world title. Now. If he didn't win, I didn't win. We both, goddamn it. If you're going to give him one, I, I deserve one too. And I, I just feel as though that right now, Mayhem is is way more exciting. You know, I beat him in the, I beat him in the amateurs. You know, I'm the last person to beat him in the amateurs. Yep. And I, I, I'm not. And when I say that, a lot of people think I'm talking to some back alley, you know, gym. I'm talking about you know a national tournament. We went to Colorado. You know, whoever wins go on the USA boxing team. Yep. You know, we we get to go travel the world. We get paid. It wasn't a little show. It was a, it was a, it, it was a big time, big stage type of show. And I beat him twenty two eighteen. And in my head, I beat him twenty two eighteen. In my head, I, I think the judges wanted him to win because I thought I beat him thirty eighteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's one of them things, man. It's frustrating as hell, man. But that that at the end of the day, it shows you right there that. When he turned pro, he had a team to back him. When I turned mm-hmm. pro, you know, I did it. I I I, I did it different. You know, mm-hmm. I I did it from the muscle. I did it. I did, I did it from the front. I fought undefeated fighters. I fought under Olympian fighters. Just I, I can't tell you when the last time Crawford fought in the All American. 
like an, an American fighter. And the last person he fought was Hank Lundy. That was an American fighter. Oh, all American yeah. fighter. Hank Lundy. They they came from one twenty six or one thirty to one forty. Yeah, like, exactly. Give me a break. You know he I fought he fought right. a lot of he he fought two Mexican Americans. Right. Then and then after that he fought you know American and other guys that was on their way out. This guy hasn't fought nobody, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to be, you know, like this man is a shining, a shining diamond, and I'm all like listening, and I'm like, oh man, this guy is like the best thing shining. Like I can't go for that. I mean, sometimes things are fake shine too, and we already know that everything that's shining ain't a diamond. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that that's frustrating to me because I know for a fact, just like Vernon Forrest do against Shane Mosley. Shane, you know, Vernon oh, Forrest told yeah. him, I'm going to beat him. And no one no one believed it. And Shane, and, Shane, and Vernon Forrest told him, like, I beat him in the amateur. He was like, oh, amateurs ain't nothing in pros, blah, blah, blah. And, and Vernon Forrest, you know, I got his number. And and then he he, he destroyed he Shane Mosley. Like, 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 even worse than he did in the amateurs. And it just, yeah, you know, it was, oh, right. he got better. That like, right did it all. <laughs> right exactly. It all. So everyone understands. So everyone's like, oh, you know, he got better than the amateurs. Listen, I, I also got better too. Everybody think I got, I, mm-hmm. I stood still. I got better the same way that man did. I did too, you know. So if if it's, it, you know, if with the type of attitude, the type of attitude um, Crawford got, he 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 might want to fight me, and I'm not I'm not I'm not going to take it from him. He might want to fight me, but I'm I'm taking it from his puppet master, and when I call him a puppet master. I'm thinking that he's talking about he need Bob Aaron up his ass and tell him what to speak and what to say and how to do it. That's what I'm talking about. So when I call him a puppet master, I'm saying, like, go ask your puppet master if, if you can fight me or not. And then we had figured it out from there. Because at the end of the day, my fight is the easiest fight to make. I don't got no promoter. I can fight on a top ring card. I can fight on, um, I can fight on the, the zone. Eddie Hearn and I, I, you know, and I Absolutely. did it. And I showed that. I fought, I fought Kavalasis, yes, and right after did. that, I fought um, Josh Kelly. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny uh, because. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no I'm ahead. Ahead. It's so funny because. I, I said it's so funny because when I fought Kavalasis, I outboxed him. I swung without getting wet, played the mud, and didn't get dirt. Right? Mm-hmm. Game two. I, it made it act like he had two left feet, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm, I'm pretty sure Josh Kelly looked at the fight and was like, you know what? He's gonna outbox me. He's gonna fight me. That's how he's gonna do me. What I did, I switched it up on him. I I, I was the aggressive, and I don't fight like that. Except but I fought Except like a little person. <laughs> I fought like a bully. I switched it up on purpose. Yep. That's a sign of a good boxer. What I'm gonna say, Ray, is um, I'm gonna make a comment. Terrence Crawford. Right, like he 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 has the backing because first of all, and I think and I think this wholeheartedly, he has the location store to where you're from Philly, and they they you know they promoters they deal with Philly fighters. This guy's from Oklahoma. There's nobody or Nebraska. I'm sorry. There's nobody yep. really been from Nebraska that has been known for boxing, and what he does, he brings a Midwestern fan base. That's, yeah, that's yeah. more or less what I'm thinking to where he has a big fan base in Nebraska. Um, people in the Midwest, they, they love him. But at the same time, I feel that you're right to a point to where he has 
he's fought, he, he's getting a lot of credit off of maybe not the best names. The, um, to be honest, I thought that Jeff Horn would give him the best fight. I, I knew American didn't so stand too. a shot. I thought nah, exactly. I mean, listen, American listen, American is coming a joke. I mean, my daughter can. Thank my you. daughter fan Thank him. You. He might get wobbled. I mean, Thank he can't you. even go to Chicago. The Erica run through there. He might get wobbled. Like we both ain't <laughs> Joe. Come on, man. And, and I'm not going to go to go to his getting wobbled. I'm going to go to why he get wobbled. He gets wobbled because I watched you in the ring live a few times. And one thing I know about you and I, I and, and 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 just being the, and the fighter uh, fighter mentality is, I watched you and your expression don't doesn't change, no matter what goes on. You keep the same expression for the most part. Your eyes don't get wide. You don't shut them and and no, no, back yeah, exactly. or anything like yeah. that. So American, when, when if I hurt someone, I don't hurt someone. Or someone hurt me and not, I, I, yeah, yeah. You got it's called the mm-hmm. poker face, right? Poker face. Yeah, it, it, it's called. Oh, I call it the poker body. <laughs> because in boxing, if they hit you on the body, you better have a poker body. Exactly. If you go ahead and get that, what did Mike Tyson say? I, I like it when they make that little sound when you hit that body. You have to learn oh, how yeah, not it's to a whole do that. Different, <laughs> it's a whole different animal. A whole different animal. So you have to learn how to kind of control your whole posture to a certain extent in boxing, no matter what goes on. American is not that dude. You, yep. you, you, you are. Uh, uh, like really smooth, relaxed. Um, I, and and, and the, the, just, um, I mean, to the point to where I think that Crawford, he's kind of like that too. I think that y'all guys, yeah. are, y'all are chess matches. To where Crawford's not just going to approach you like that until he reach you. I think his problem will be reading you. I mean, and and, and, yeah. and to be honest, I think his problem will be reading you. Um. If, if, if I were Crawford, I would try to go straight at you and just yep. and just do that. Well, that's but the thing. Listen, if you remember, if you I'm we're gonna meet each other in the middle because I'm coming straight at him too. Yeah. I, and do you I'm remember not, the last? I'm not, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting like I'm fighting. I'm fighting like a, I'm going for the knockout. I'm going for broke. I I, I watched. So I watched both of your fights. Listen, I watched both of your fights. I've watched you and Crawford fight, and I've seen you hit, and I, I actually I, I've seen you stop in a uh, Ogus fight. And, but you were never out of it. You were never wobbled. Yeah. From yeah. your, I, I never seen you from your senses. The, um, if I'm correct, the last fight I seen Crawford in, the the, the Russian guy, he he oh, yeah, him yeah, off yeah, the senses. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, yeah. here's what I do now. <laughs> here's what I do now. You put you you hit Ugas with something that 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 made him go ahead and do stuff too. In that first so round, I remember that fight. To you that you just say that I'm a brain because you just brought that up. Listen, if little um, uh, what's that little Cuban guy that's 135 pounds? Gamboa. Um, Gamboa. Gamboa. If Gamboa, Gamboa. rocked, listen. If Gamboa yes, rocked the hell out of Crawford, then I know for a fact. I mean, Gamboa light in the ass. Gamboa is 130 pounds, 135. Right. Gamboa is light, right? So at the end of the day, Crawford don't got the best chin. But they put they nope. they's putting the right people in front of Crawford, right? Mm-hmm. And, yes, they are. And, and that shows you right there, politics is a hell of a thing. 
if we know, if everyone's seen it, if Crawford got dropped by that Russian or whoever, mm-hmm. Kavalaskis, mm-hmm. we know for a fact if the judge, if the referee called it no knockdown, like what was you looking at? You know for a fact he got hit clean. He was senseless. He was senseless for a minute, just for a quick second. And the thing, and the thing that, and the thing that makes me crazy is why did Kavalasas not go out guns blazing? Mm. He he got tired. He got tired. He got tired early too. Yeah, but and I agree. But if you want, listen, you fighting for the world title for the first time in your life. I'm talking about world title since you was six, seven, whatever age you were. I'm willing Mm -hmm. to. I'm willing to I, punch every. I mean, tired don't mean nothing. <laughs> I'm not underwater. I ain't dying. I ain't giving out a mm-hmm. breath. I'm good. I figure it out. When, I, 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 you know, what I'm saying? I, I relax when I'm dead. There you know what I'm So I yep. don't understand that that you dropped this man. You you dropped this man, and then and then you go back going back into boxing him like you never did what you just did. So he's trying to reserve his energy, and he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Nah, do I don't want to hear that. Right. I don't want to hear that you try to reserve your energy. You let that shit go right. now because at the end of the day, you boxing is boxing. You never know when the next time you're gonna get popped. So at the end of the That's day, you go run after him like this man got wobble again as soon as you touched him, and that's letting me know that the the the, the positives of the game. I don't know if this man got paid off mm. to not do what he's supposed to do. The shit is, and they know for a fact because I am not signed to no, no, no promoter. I didn't sell my soul to nobody. I, I'm hungry and I'm ready to eat. And I'm letting you know if Crawford's on the menu, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaving no, I'm not leaving no, I'm not leaving no extra food. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what's hey, frustrating. Chris, I'm, re- I'm ready to go, man. Chris, you had a, a hey, right. observations from where to talking offline. You want to go ahead with that? Chris? For me? Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to ask Ray. Ray, you got a great style. You got a style that drives Thank anybody you. crazy. I've watched you More in the ring. You, you got a beautiful, you got a beautiful style. You, you would not I be an easy that. opponent Thank for you. anybody. And you, you're dealing, you're dealing with the shrewdest man in boxing. You're dealing with with uh, Aram. He's a tough, tough customer when it comes to the dollar, and they are going to protect yeah, Crawford as long as they Aram. can. I, I, don't, I don't call him Bob Aram. I call him Crawford Puppet Man. Frankie, Frankie Fletcher used to call him this. Well, Crawford and Elvin Thompson went up to sign a match with Hagler and and Aram. And uh, they come back, they called him a serpent. That was Elvin's favorite word. He's a devil. He said, he's a devil. You know, sock puppy. just about that's what you're dealing with. I feel sorry for you. You got the talent. You got the you got the style. You got everything. And that makes you dangerous. And he don't want to destroy his meal yeah, that, ticket. That, I'm convinced that, that, of that. That's your brother Hagler. Remember how Mother Hagler had to come up the hard way? Exactly. Yeah. You know what? It makes me feel like I'm Winky Wright. You know, I feel Daddy, like Winky Wright on my. Um, you know, I mean, I mean we, good I, one, good one. I, I, you know, I, right? They they call me the um, the gatekeeper Sorry. almost, right? Yeah. So so it's, it's one of them things that they don't know what to do with me, right? They don't want to sign me because I'm a little older and they just want the young kids. 
they, 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 mm-hmm. right? They, they don't know yeah. if they, they should feed the young kids to me because they do. I, I wind up beating them. And at the end of the day, I, I listen. I, I, I'm I'm an old school fighter, and I, I I listen. The best should fight the best. I am a old school fighter. I feel yeah, like you lose, you just lost. It's not a big as. It's not a big deal. I've been losing my whole damn life. It's not a big deal, right? At the end of the day, in my head, I don't take ten steps back. If I lose, the man was better than me. Not because he's better than me. He's better than me that night, right? So now, what the world is f messing up on is that. They think that if you lose, oh, your career's over, you took 10 steps back, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Listen, at the end of the day, Shigure Robinson, Muhammad Ali, Joe Brady, they all those guys that took them losses. Because you know why? The people that they lost to was better men than them that night. Not because they was better fighters, because you never say, whoever beat Shigure Robinson, oh, that was the best fighter in the world. It's like, no, Shigure Robinson was the best fighter in the world, but that guy was just a better fighter that night. <laughs> right, and and that's the honest got the truth. So I'm I'm saying right now, Ugas beat me, but no one knows what what happened in that. Listen, so I had I had a training camp for three weeks. I had to lose thirty pounds. So if you notice, yeah. a three week camp it really means a two week camp. But that week you don't media, you're not really training. So I lost thirty pounds. I Last mean, at the week. end of the day. Ugas beat me one, and I give listen. I, I'm the one that signed that contract. No one else forged my name. That man that did what he's supposed to do. At the end of the day, I would never ever try to take that from him. That, but listen, at the end of the day, I'm letting everyone know that wasn't the bait. That wasn't the best Robinson. And I have proved that right after after I, I lost Ugas. I took a you whole did. year off. A year, no, I didn't because I took a whole year because I wanted to because no one called me. I took a year off in, in, in two months. They called me for catalysis. They gave me a full camp, and that's where they they that's where they messed up at. They gave me three week, um, three months, uh, three and a half months. I prepared like I was supposed to. I I got on a diet. I did what I was supposed to do like I was supposed to do, and I, and I prepared as. Uh, a professional, you know, and I, I, t- I tell my manager, I said, listen, if you call me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro boxer, professional boxer, then treat me like one. Give me a, pro- give me a professional time limit, also, unless I'm fighting for world title, I do not fight him in two days. Other than that, let's let's do it the right way, right? So Absolutely. They gave me, they they gave me a good time, and and I feel as though that I look like a, a total different fighter. To the number one guy in the world, no one knew who Ugas was. Mm-hmm. Now everyone knew who Kavalasas mm-hmm. is. Kavalasas is. I'm the number one guy in the world, right? Uh-huh. And, yep. and he was so big, the betting mm. eyes was so bad that you would think I was fighting this man with one arm. <laughs> like I mean, like they they didn't even think that I had a goddamn chance. You think I was fighting this guy with one arm? They think he was fighting a handicap. Right now, I made this guy look like I had two left feet. I spoiled everything yeah. now. I, I, I knocked off Kavlaskas and Crawford because, oh, and this would piss me off, and no one knows it. I read on an article that um, they said that I was a sparring partner for Kavlaskas to get ready for Crawford. I said, oh, huh? listen. I said, look Please? at that. And I was telling my wife, I said, look at I said, listen to this. I said, they are. I'm going to piss them off. I said, I'm, I said, I'm about to spoil everything for their ass. Because you know what? 
I'm a I'm a show them you don't oh, never no. count no one out. Boxing, listen, boxing is no. like a lottery ticket. At any given For time, real. you can hit, right? At any given time. So this is where you mess up. You count me out. That's the when I'm gonna step up the biggest, right? And so that was a, that's one of the things I feel. So I really beat Kavalov by one to two points. I really thought I outgamed him. And everyone forgets that Kavalov's game is he goes in there, he wrecks stuff. He's like wrecking Ralph. Mm-hmm. He goes in there, he wrecks things, and he knocks people yeah. off. I mm-hmm. made him look at two left feet. He couldn't go left or right. Mm-hmm. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was southpaw. He expected I was supposed to go right. I went left. Just like Andre Ward when he fought um yep. the, the, yep. the, the, the one guy that's supposed to be strong. He was supposed to went left. He went right. Mm-hmm. So so people didn't understand. I did my homework. Oh. And right after that, literally two days after that, I got a call to fight Kelly. Right, and I said, "All right, we'll take it." Now, Kavlas was an as a, a, a it was an Olympian. Josh Kelly is a two time Olympian, or, or yeah. it's the other way around. I think Kavlas is a two time Olympian. Josh Kelly is a one time Olympian. But I mean, that's all I've been doing my whole career. I'm talking about nowadays. People are saving these prospects. Me, at the end of the day, I've been grinding and wanting to fight the best since I was. Before they called me a prospect, I was I was fighting undefeated fighters before undefeated fighters was a, a, a thing to say they was cool. Mm. I was fighting Olympians before it was an okay thing to say that I fought an Olympian. So, like, you know what I'm saying? So, you tell me, my resume, I don't care. It, listen, Crawford might got the bigger name than me and, and with, 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 with fighting people, but I got the be- I got the best resume at the end of the day. Because he hasn't fought no really Olympians, he hasn't fought no undefeated fighters. But the Olympic, uh, the, the the undefeated fighters he fought was trash. We're not mm-hmm. going for that. You're not going fifty-two fake me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. At the end of the day, he fought he fought someone that was one thirty, trying to go up to one forty-seven. Yeah. Who you cheat? Who you? Did he fought someone that was tall? They was like, oh, you ain't fought nobody tall. He fought someone that was tall that got shot in his leg up two months ago. The man can barely walk. Mm-hmm. Who, so who are you kidding, man? So he's fifty. He, listen, he's faking out these guys that don't know nothing about boxing. He's not faking out mm-hmm. me. I'm looking at these yep. guys' resumes. You're not going to trick me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, listen, Great. you're not tricking me, man. Listen, if you want to be a man, you want to step up and grow some kahunas, fight me, be a man. Mm-hmm. You want you you. Great, you're also he got his last he got his last loss from you, right? Yeah, he, he, yeah. Right. he hasn't lost since he fought me. So, you know so, what I'm so, at the end of the day, you know what I think of? There it goes. He said after his loss, after he lost, he wants to go, you know, hanging on the corner and, and doing all. So at the end of the day, I put that man in retirement in my head. Man, what that mean? I, if what I put, that mean I, when listen, it comes I put him in retirement the first time, I do it the second time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm going to talk big because I know for a fact what I can do. That, that's all it is. I mean, listen, you're the last one to give him his, give him his law, and they're not trying to see you again. That's I'm the, the way it's kind of being looked na- at. I'm the last person that's- to put that nasty taste in his mouth. And what happened there normally? Listen, somebody put a nasty taste in your mouth. Nasty you want to right. You want to get you that right back You want to get that shit right. Yo, right back and that him. lets you yeah. know that he's not there a real is. athlete. I mean, I beat. Listen, I, I beat. I, I beat. I beat my friend. Uh, I beat my friend Amber 
I'll do and, that and, in the and, uh, <laughs> football game, right? I, I beat my friend Amber in a, uh-huh. in, in a play in, in a football game. She didn't, she didn't stop calling me to play her again. You know Whoa. what I'm saying? For damn near three weeks. That lets you know she's better athlete than him. Man, let me tell you something. Somebody you know what I'm saying? Me, if somebody I, beat me, I, I'm all over it. Yeah, exactly. If somebody touch you wrong and sparring, what you want to do? What? I mean, oh, like, yeah, we want another one. I'm what? not. Yeah, you, yo, if you got one round better than me, we're going another round until we figure this out. Oh, man, we're going through a race. We're going through a race. Yeah, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> listen, I beat Crawford once. I'm asking Crawford, listen, let's figure this out then. That's all it is. Because he, I feel That's like he got it. the whole world. He got this whole world, boxing world, hyped up. And it blows my yeah. mind because I'm like, yo, he hasn't fooled him. He, he, he been fighting midget. And people that's lighting the ass. He lost you. You know what I'm saying? My, he my hasn't fought nobody he lost, that really he was He lost waiting. to you, and he ain't redeeming. So, so exactly. where is it at? And you, and you still and, out there pop. You still out there popping good. You, you don't. Yo, they trying, they trying to bring people up with you, and you slower. You, you outshining them. The, the ones that's trying to hey, see him. Let me ask so, you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. Did, did you guys see when Tim Bradley actually did that? Did anyone actually see when Tim Bradley did that? Right, did you see it? Anyone? anyone? If you can, go yeah. back and look at when Tim Bradley called my name, mentioned my name, and you can, you, for five seconds, it was cricket. They didn't know what to do. The whole top rank was <laughs> shook. They was like, oh, my God, you just mentioned, you just mentioned this man's name, and you ain't supposed to mention he never talked to him about it. He never talked to him about it. Dude, it was so fun. Dude, it was so. Yes, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, man. They were shook. You would think somebody mentioned Candyman's name five times. I said, relax, man. I'm a grown man. I bleed like you. <laughs> gonna bleed with you. Hey, it's it's gonna bleed with you. We're gonna bleed together. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, exactly. Let's bleed together. So, but it was it was, yeah. it, it was hilarious, man. The way they all sat there and got so quiet and was so scared about whatever it was. I was like, I was like, oh my god. Ray, you also have a um, have a um, up and coming boxer uh, that you're um, assisting. Uh, by the name of uh, Jacqueline. Would you like to uh, talk about that? What, what, what did you say? I'm sorry. Yeah, my I wife. You also are helping a, a fighter by the name of Jacqueline McCanny McCa- uh, to, to succeed in boxing. So, yeah, Can you absolutely, talk about that? Man. So she, 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 she is, she, she's a great amateur. Um, one, one a, 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 a great fighter. But that's one of the things that having someone in your corner that actually has your back. You know, she 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 she's one of the people, man. If I if I thought I did okay in a fight, I'm I could have a first round knockout. She's one of them people that's like, Oh, you could have did it, you know, ten more seconds or <laughs> but 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 that that's one of the things that you know, you need that 'cause you you know, listen, at the end of the day, I don't care if I make money, don't make money, you don't, you you don't want to take people around you. You know what I'm saying? And Jack mm-hmm. is one of the people that she would grind you up and, and let you know. Like, like she's she, she's one of them. 
type of people that you actually want in your corner, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, yeah. and, and she can she can throw hands. She she can rumble, man. I mean, and you know, sometimes I look at her box. I'm like, that's my wife. She's sexy as hell when she do it, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's one of the things that you almost appreciate, you know. She she sure. definitely she 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 definitely have my back. Definitely do what she's supposed to do, and um. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta stay on defense if I talk back. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're still you're still training uh, some uh, amateurs. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I'm still I'm still I'm still training kids. I'm still, uh, uh, you know, the, the, like I said before, man. When I first got into these kids, you know, they was like. <laughs> The, the gym was like Owen, you know, whatever, like Owen 12 or Owen whatever it was. And now, man, they like, you know, 40 and 12. Like, they, they, they skyrocketed, man. And, and this is one of the things that I don't have to question is, is, is knowing boxing. I've been doing it since I was eight years old, and I'm absolutely loving it. Now, if you ask me to do an interview, if you ask me to do this, I might get a little nervous. But with boxing me or, or, or for me, to speak what I know this is like second hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Ray, we want to thank you. Ray, Ray, one thing I appreciate it. Ray, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to ask. Ray, yes, uh, are there anything yeah. that you, uh, are there anything that you, you know, because uh, I train boxers too. I mean, we all are in the hand, have a hand in training. Uh, is there anything that you would tell a young fighter right now? I mean, you're in the professional ranks on a high level. The, the, the um, can you tell I mean, any young fighters? Absolutely. The, 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 one of the things is, is roadblocks in everybody's career. I mean, amateurs or pros. So, and amateurs or pros is, is roadblocks. If you go look at my documentary on YouTube, The New Ray Robinson, I mean, I had a broken neck. My father threw me down the steps. I had two broken legs. I lived in a shelter. I lived on the bench. I mean, I just was a mess. And it's a a saying that always stuck to me. If you was born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, it is. So at the end of the day, I don't want to hear. Listen, I'm sorry. And it's going to sound very rude or whatever it is. I don't want to hear your excuses. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna feel bad for you for a little bit, but at the end of the day, you gotta hustle. You gotta work. You gotta work your ass off. And you gotta figure it out. If you bust your ass, and I don't believe in. I don't, I really don't believe in time. I, I believe in hard work. If you hard work, hard hard work beats talent every day of the uh, of the week. Right, seven days a week, hard work will always be talent. If you work, listen, and, and nowadays kids, right, they they mm-hmm. got they, they in basketball, they in football, they in baseball, they in this. I'm not telling you that's the wrong thing, but I'm telling you that I'm I'm telling you that I I did one thing, right, and that I did one thing, and the one thing I did was boxing, and I put all my eggs in that basket, and I believed in it, and and it actually worked out. And I'm not telling every kid to do that, but I'm telling you. To believe in your dream, if you don't believe in your dream, and no one else will believe in it. You have to believe in it more than anyone else do. And once you do that, it will come true. And I, I'm, I'm living proof because I have 
I have listen. I have came from the worst. from the worst. I they they say you started from the bottom. No one started from the bottom like me. I'm to my. I, I, I if if I ever get blessed and become a world champ, I will be only the second person that that became a world champ from a broken neck. And and the first person was obviously Tasmanian Devil, right? So 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 the thing is, it, it comes from just you absolutely working hard and not caring for what what know it, right? You I don't know I don't honestly I'm like you know, I don't even know what the no the, the word no is. I am so thirsty and so hungry for a yes and and and, and all them some type of things. So at the end of the day, you just you just work hard. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I, I honestly, man, and, and I tell, I go to my my daughter's school, and I, and I tell the kids the same thing, right? I mean, they, these kids that they had a rough life. But I tell these kids, listen, at the end of the day, I don't want to listen. What was you want to say and tell me a sad story? I can do that my whole career, and I can sit here and pan out. Oh, I had a broken neck, or I had so many excuses to give up, or, or just say like, yo, actually, if I say this, someone would feel bad for me. I can I can tell people that. My pop threw me down the steps and broke both my legs, and my pop threw me down the steps and, and maybe broke my neck. Or my, you know, what I'm saying before I had the biggest fight of my life, I got hit in the back with a, uh, you know, with a car, and and, and I was out and out of the fight. I mean, it's a million things, but I kept climbing and worked my ass until now. Someone mentioned me on ESPN, and now they talking about for me to have the biggest fight of my life. And, and and I'm not even used to that. I put at Madison Square Garden, man. That's one of the things that I always wanted to do growing up, you know. When when they first told me, I act like it wasn't a big deal because it wasn't a big deal. Winning there was a big deal. I didn't I, I didn't care. I didn't want to go there just for the show. I wanted to go there and win. I, I don't give a shit about I fought at Madison Square Garden. That wasn't a – that mm-hmm. wasn't a plan. You know what I'm saying? That well, I don't ask. <laughs> you do it. When you catch someone that's 18, 19 years old, oh, I'm finding Madison Square Garden. That was a big deal. And someone's like, oh, why? Someone interviewed me and said, why are you acting like that? It's not a big deal. You find a Madison Square And I was like, uh, yeah, it's not. And they was like, what do you mean? I said, well, there's a mega boxing. That's everything. I said, I said, listen, because what's the point of fighting a Madison Square Garden and losing? I'm not focused mm-hmm. on me finding Madison Square Garden. I'm focused on winning. I'm focused on the man that actually thinks he's going to beat me. That's what I'm focused on. So that's why I will always outschool these young kids because my mind frame is way different than these guys. See, I bet Josh Kelly was excited to fight in America, but not only that, he was, oh, I'm mm-hmm. fighting. I heard this one of his interviews. He's like, oh, I'm fighting a <laughs> mega box Madison Square Garden. I was like, look at this fool. He is so excited for this dumbass man. And listen, listen now, right now, Thinking I'm he glad that win. I did it. Thinking he fighting a flighty opponent. But exactly, he was so. But he didn't. He didn't even think about winning or losing. He was just so happy that he was fighting at Madison Square Garden. He mm. he cared more about the damn place he was fighting at than the actual fight. Me, I'm only thinking about, <laughs> about the damn fight. I'm, I'm I'm obsessed. I knew what his kid name was, his wife name was. I damn near knew what the damn dog name was. Mm. I was obsessed mm. with the guy. Mm. Like, yeah. see, so, so, so that's what, that's what they got me messed up. I'm obsessed. I get obsessed with these guys. They don't understand mm-hmm. that. I'm not. I don't care about what I'm fighting for. I get obsessed. I'm like a stalker. I want to find out what the name. If he run with his dog, I want to figure out what his dog name is. 
and, and, and he had a nephew that cheer him on. I'm going to figure mm-hmm. out what the hell his name is. That's what I'm trying to explain to these people. I am a hungry thir- I'm, I'm, Dude, listen, as in, I'm a fucking wild animal. I'm a wild animal. Mm-hmm. And I'm a wild people, and I'm begging a motherfucker to jump over this gate so I can bite their ass. I'm a wild right. pit bull. <laughs> yeah. Right? And guess what? And I'm off the leash. I'm off the leash and I'm begging a motherfucker to jump over this ditch. <laughs> and I dared him. So, Butch, you have to pardon me. Ray, you got to pardon me too. Right? I'm going to ask you. Um, I train boxers. I would love you to talk to my fighters. Talk to my fighter. Listen, I, 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 listen I, I would I would love to do that. I mean, this is one thing I love to do. I honestly, this is one thing. If, if, if I can do doing something, dying, I would love to talk to people. I love talk to, to I, I, listen, if you give me an opportunity to talk to your fighters, I would appreciate that. And, and if, if you give me a shot, I would do it 100%. You let yes, me know you inbox me, give me information, I drop you, please. I drive there, you inbox me, and I 100% go there, and I do it without question. Oh, my Great. God. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be in touch with Butch because, I mean, you like yep. you inspired me. I'm, I'm 46 <laughs> years you. old with bad knees, and I still spar, but no, you, you make me want to be a champion. <laughs> there we <laughs> go. Listen, man, there we go. That's what I, I mean, like to hear, because man. That, that, no, because that's the, real, that, that's the realness that people need to hear. This Fighting, I mean, it's not a game. This isn't a game. It's not. It's not. And it's not, yeah, I agree, it's not I a game. And when you start dealing with the upper entities of fighting, it becomes less of a game. And now you're putting your yeah. health on the line for a little bit of stuff that's not going to last you a lifetime. A, a thousand percent. At the end of the day, the hard part is actually going into the gym. Everybody thinks you're getting punched in the face. The hard part is actually going into the gym and figuring this shit out. And after that, mm, exactly. oh man, I don't want to get hit. That's not that's that that's the that's the last thing you got to worry about. The la- the other thing is that's a part of it. That's a part of it. Because no one, yeah, and, and everyone get hit. Listen, it's not getting no no, but that's not it. It's not getting hit. It is actually hitting someone, hurting someone. Everyone don't got that in their blood. If they right? don't. Oh shit! Don't. Like, you're right. We human. We human. Right. We want to take care of someone. So no one had ever was oh man I don't want to get hit like that dude that's a, probably the last thing you don't worry about the the thing you don't worry about is actually hitting someone else like what do you mean I'll hit someone then they actually get in there and it's like oh shit I don't know if I can nope. do it no killer like, instinct it's, it's, it's a killer it's, instinct that comes to that no, and you're right it's it, 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 right it's a thing that you gotta have it's a thing that you build it's a thing that that you build up since I was eight years old. I, you build it. I didn't have it when I was eight. Don't listen. I don't want. I don't want to fool nobody and think that as soon as I got into the boxing game, I had this killer instinct and I was ready to knock every head off. No, I was nobody like, did. I don't want to hit this guy. You sure? You sure? And then that shit. It, it then it then comes to like back in the day when you fight in Rome. You we fight in Rome and they say thumbs up or thumbs down, head off or head on. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Then you realize that. Your thumbs are going down more than up. <laughs> right? Head off. Let's yeah, get yeah, him yeah, out of here. Head offline. Head offline. Right? So, so it's a real thing. Right. Yeah, right. So it's a real thing, man. You know, it, it's a thing that is called, you know, you black out. 
you know, it's one of them things that you don't remember. Like, I mean, if you ever ask the fighter from one through three, one through four, like, oh, what happens in the fight? They're like, oh, I got to go back and look at the Hell tape. Because you blocked out the whole fight, man, and, and a lot of people don't understand that. You do yeah, man. I mean, you guys got me hyped up, man. You for this part. entertainment, I was all pumped up now. <laughs> oh man, Ray, 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 I have to get in touch with you. I'm at the fight fight. Uh, matter of fact, I'm, I'm uh, ask Butch to uh, get us in touch if that's okay with you. You've been a wonderful you. interview. Absolutely. I mean, please, and, and, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you, Ray. Right. Man, you guys always okay. have my back, man. Before, 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 before these guys even called my name, before they said I even had a shot at anything. So, by you guys always having my back and always representing me and always doing what you're supposed to do, man. I, 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 I give you guys, um, I, I give you guys heads up, and um, great. This, this is the last thing I'm gonna say, Ray. Ray, me and my brother, uh, we got we almost got in trouble at Press Row because we're supposed to be neutral and we're rooting for you. So <laughs> you know how that goes. It's hard to stop. It's hard to stop a good heart, man. When, when you know what you really, want, you know really what you is. want. Timothy's going to come through for you, and uh, we got my wife put you on the prayer Thank line you. this morning to make sure this comes through. Oh, man, that's awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Man, I appreciate it. Listen, man, as soon as I ever get blessed to fight for a world title, I'm going you guys know you guys will be 100% my first people I've ever talked to. And I, and I mean that only because, like, you guys been through with me through the mud, and I'll make sure mm-hmm. we say it out there together this time, you know, so I, I honestly, I do appreciate it, and I, I, I would love to, I don't want to do it over the phone, man, I would love to, you know, wherever you guys at, I would love to fly there, drive there, whatever the case may be, and we, we're going to make sure we, we get it together. That's for sure. And I'll bring my work hey, so we can I, take pictures and enjoy. I just want you to do me <laughs> one favor, Ray, when, when you, yes. when you get that call, I want you to go, immediately go meet with the, with Zito, because he's going to have plastic wrap, he's going to have styrofoam, he's going to have all that other shit that, that uh, saves people from getting uh, bumped, because <laughs> we don't want to have okay. anything like, when you were going to go up to, uh, remember you were going to go up to, oh, no. to uh, uh, Bethlehem for your biggest fight in the world, and then some guy hits you in the ass. Yeah. We're going to make sure that doesn't what happen. Yeah. Oh hell no! I, know, I agree. Listen, oh hell no! I don't even know what y'all are talking about, but the way it sounds. Oh no! I, I ain't gonna go around when I'm around. <laughs> hell no! Thank you guys. Listen, right, you guys are listen. You guys are the best. Good. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate everything. Okay, Good luck. Oh, I appreciate you. Good luck, Ray. Right. I hope the hell you get a break. Sure, he'll deserve All one. right, man. Thank you, guys. Keep praying for me, man. Right. I appreciate it. Have a good one. We will. I will. All right, see you. Right. You too, Ray. All right, bye. All right. Hey, Bob. Yeah, one of your your buddies, uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe Covington, uh, has a uh, fight with uh, Robbie Lawler. What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, Rob, Robbie is really tough. Kobe's got some skill. I don't like Kobe, uh, but if Robbie can't get him early, I think Kobe might have or have a chance. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that that's kind of my, I mean Ro, Robbie's a slugger, but you know he's aging too. So right, right. Yeah, I agree with Bob. I mean Robbie Lawler, I, I used to love Robbie Lawler. He is the hardest hitting dude. He's tough. Uh, you just couldn't out wrestle him because he was just so damn strong. But um. I don't know, Rob, Robbie's aging, and the last fight I seen Robbie in, he tried so damn hard, and he just got the hell beat out of him in, in the middle of trying. Kobe Covington's a little too live. I, that's all I can say. I think Kobe, he's lighter than Robbie, naturally. Kobe, Kobe is not as heavy as Robbie, but he's just too damn live. And Robbie, at the, this, at like the last fight I seen Robbie with, I saw all of his age. So, and I don't think Kobe's a guy he'd need to fight. Right. How about uh, Roxanne uh, Matafara uh, versus uh, Macy Barber? Does anybody have a thought on that one? I'm unfamiliar with them. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar, I'm familiar too. Yep. Yes, there are two young young ladies that are uh, going to uh, go on the next uh, on the UFC um, 252. Um, okay. And the um, hey Chris, I know you you've got a, a personal relationship with Bernard Hopkins. Uh, he's saying uh, that he thinks that uh, Joshua is going to knock uh, Fury out in the late rounds. What's your thoughts? Uh, well, you know, I I think he likes uh, Joshua. I think he's probably friends with him by now, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> uh, he's a little bit partial. Uh, mm-hmm. Knocking Fury out is going to be a, a tough, tough thing to do. I've watched the mm-hmm. uh, fight, the, the rerun of his fight. It must come on twice a week for the last six weeks. Last night it was on again, and you never get tired of watching it. But uh, the I don't see that. I don't see that. But yeah, yeah, you know, Bernard, he's he's different. He 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 gets a bug in his rear end. Look out! He got it. You can't tell him anything. He's he, he's a tough guy to change his mind on. You know how he he, he used yep. to bitch about anything and everything, and he used to make you laugh actually. But uh, mm-hmm. I think he knows he's just he's just chirping. You know he's not he's not. Uh, ask him to put five hundred dollars on him, and you'll you'll see a mm-hmm. change. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. find out who the hell he's going to bet, and you'll see you'll see Bernard. But Bernard's he's just he's a character. He's a funny guy. You get to right. know him. But he's opinionated right. as hell and he's very partial. Very partial. It can be mean. He he can be really nice. Cuz Bernard was really nice to uh Kyle and I, thank you again Bush for the press passes. Uh, he was really nice to uh tie and I to Philly. We took pictures with him. Uh, I'm pretty sure I sent them to you. But yeah, you did. Bernard is a straight guy, and you, you, you're like, don't approach him wrong. I mean, he's a boxer. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. I mean, he's a really, really nice guy, and fans say it's no problem, but, I mean, you can't, you just don't approach boxing guys wrong. I mean, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. Right. And the last thing I had on the on the list was uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. Has, uh, has had his suspension uh, reinstated, and it's reinstated indefinitely by uh, the Nevada uh, Sports Commission for uh, refusing to uh, 
do the blood test. So uh, I guess he won't be fighting for a while. He had did have it suspended. I mean, he did have it. It's a court uh, delay it, but uh, for his last fight. But uh, they say no, it's reinstated now, and it's indefinite. So uh, I guess he won't. This we won't be June. seeing much of him for that. Sir, this is Junior, right? The uh, Chavez. Yeah. Apparently, Chavez yeah. Junior. Right. Oh, well, right. I mean, it's no surprise because when he was fighting his biggest, biggest fight, his biggest fight, I'm not even talking about Canelo. I'm talking about Sergio Martinez when he was had a shot to get the middleweight championship. They had to coax him to go to the training camp from wherever he was at with a swimming pool. They did, like, they, they the HBO, uh, I forget what it was. Uh, HBO, whatever show it was that showed the fighters in depth, it's one thing to um, it's one thing to fake things. It's another thing to where you could actually see things are real, and they had to coax Chavez out a speedos. He was in a hotel, maybe a hotel room with a swimming indoor swimming pool, a, a private hotel room. Like, his room had a swimming pool. So he was in the luxury mm-hmm. suite, apparently. Um, he was in Speedos, eating Cheerios, and, and like, he was high off marijuana. Getting in, and this was training camp. Wow. When he fought Canelo, this was back when he was fighting uh, Sergio Martinez. He fought Canelo Alvarez. He showed nothing else outside of that. Um mm-hmm. Chavez Jr. needs to, uh, to, to be honest, I mean, I don't know if he, I'm pretty sure he has enough money. Him and the, just the Chavez name in, in Mexico, they should be all right. Even in the United States, the Chavez name, they should live comfortably for years. Mm-hmm. So I really mm-hmm. kind of don't, I, I'm not, no, nah, he needs to retire. I, he has yeah. no more of my respect in boxing, to be honest. Right. If Dr. Chris would like to comment on Chavez Jr. Yeah, Chavez, he's a classic. Him. He's a classic head case. There aren't too many guys mm-hmm. in boxing as bad as him. Down through the years, McCall and a few guys here and there, but he's a classic head case. He needs a team of psychiatrists, not just one. He needs multiple. <laughs> I mean, he's he's really uh, he's lost it. He, he, I mean, you know, he, he milked it long enough. Time for him to. Mm-hmm. Be like Hillary Clinton. Get the hell out and get on the sidelines. You had your, you had your shot. You blew it. That's how I feel about him. Uh, I never liked him as a fighter anyway. I thought he was, you know, babied all the way through his career. And and uh, I, w- I was never impressed with the guy. And uh, you know, I, I just don't think much of him. He, he's he's a real head case. He needs he needs to get his head together. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. he's not, you know, Christ, makes a dumb statements. His father was such a, uh, a model, you know, to be followed. This, this clown comes along. Boxing know. monster. He dedicated so, himself. Chavez Sr. dedicated himself. He was a boxing monster. Oh. And, and, no, and his son, was, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, his son just, never I just think, yeah, I think think if his son, if he lacked the dedication, I think his son had just as much talent, but he was tough and he had skill, but he never, ever 
concentrated on being the total package. Right, right. Sometimes maybe maybe having a father with a name like that is a detriment exactly. to you. You know, sometimes it's not good. And then mm-hmm. there's, there's a classic Marvis example. Marvis yeah, he's, you know, it's just not not good, not good. He followed in his father's footsteps. It's not not a good thing to do. No, you know. Yeah. Well, guys, we uh, I've extended uh, our time here. Uh, I appreciate the extra time everybody gave. It. I think uh, Ray was a hell of an interview, a good interview. Uh, of course, we uh, lost our G rating there uh, three quarters of the way through the uh, interview, but that's okay. Sorry. You know he, he's a he's a funny he guy. He's a man of passion. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a, he's a, his problem is he's a classic spoiler. He's today's mm-hmm. spoiler. Uh, Marvin Hagler. Uh, you remember how they who the hell wants to fight him? The guy can make you look like a fool. <laughs> and he's left skill. Nobody wants to fight him. Skill. Hell no. Nobody wants to fight a softball with skill. No, nobody. Nobody. I'm one of them. Driving crazy. <laughs> I'm you know, that guy's I, I, driving I'm they drive you nuts in the damn gym. I've trained no I've trained against soft poles for a while and I and I know how to train fighters against soft poles, but Ray is crafty, so when once you get to that level, he knows he knows how to get his outside foot on yours. That's all yeah, he, <laughs> that's, he knows he knows he knows the tricks of the trade. He's, he's as smart as Hagler was. Hagler, Hagler, Hagler could adapt very easily. I, I yeah, saw Hagler, Hagler. I mean, yeah, Hagler was a little more physically. Are. He is a little more of a physical yeah. specimen at his weight than we. Yeah, he, you know, yeah, he's, a, he's a division yeah. up. Yeah, he's a division yeah, up. And, and even for his division, Hagler was physically just a. Hagler wasn't a light middleweight. Hagler was heavy. <laughs> As far as his durability and hitting, yeah, like Ray yeah, he, is Ray's a bit more craftier than Hack. Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hagler, he depended on strength and power. There's no question about it. I saw him fight mm-hmm. um, uh, in, at the Spectrum. Uh, he fought uh, Benny Briscoe. He shut him oh, out. Oh, you see that fight? I mean, he shut him out. He didn't win. You seen the one line? round, Briscoe. Oh, I mean, that was a clear. And, and and in Philly, that's bad. That's how bad Hagler mm-hmm. made him look. Just a beautiful mm-hmm. boxer. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it was it was it was. I still remember the fight. You know, I'm still mm-hmm. how he fooled he fooled Briscoe every inch of the way. You know, well, Hagler was good at fainting. He had really good uh, subtle feints. Subtle <laughs> uh, feints. You ain't know when he was shooting all the time. Yeah, he 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 was. Uh, I mean, I I saw him fight three times at the Spectrum, and he outclassed everybody. Mm. Just outclassed everybody. I don't care who the hell he was fighting. He would adapt to the style you you were you came in the ring with, and he would make you look like a fool. <laughs> that's a shame. That's boxing. But uh, that, that's boxing. That's what the hell. It, yeah, and. uh and and then really, I don't think he had great trainers. I never I never was crazy about the uh, uh, Petronelli Petroselli brothers. I I thought that uh, they didn't handle him correctly. Uh, well, well, 
Well, uh, well, it wasn't up to them because when the fighter gets in there, it's on them. If they smart enough to adapt, yeah. Then, I mean, yeah, they, they used, stuff they from used the outside. To... I think Mark Hagler, he was real good at seeing stuff himself on the inside. I mean, I could see that in between rounds. Like you, you see yeah, yeah. subtle adjustments in between rounds, especially. I remember when he fought. Oh uh, my goodness. Um. Who did he have to rematch and they, they called the draw against for the title? Antifermo. Antifermo. Vito Antifermo. Was it Vito? Yeah. Yeah, Vito Antifermo. Vito yeah. yeah, Vito Antifermo. Yeah. Hagler tore him apart the first in a boxing lesson, and he didn't get the decision. Next time terrible. he came out, he, he, he didn't box. He, he didn't box so much. <laughs> so, Vito. So <laughs> oh, he, he Vito, when Vito stepped to... in the ring, he oh looked like God. he already he fought Vito. 15 rounds. He was he, so beat man, up he, around he the face. <laughs> he treated him like that, though. I mean, he yeah. like, like that was so. I mean, I man, thought that was a yeah. joke, that fight. He, I go one, I go one. The fact that the Intermo, the fact that Intermo didn't get knocked out, uh, they gave him a, a draw. <laughs> You know, for not getting knocked out. That was terrible. It was. It was. It wasn't being nice to rematch him. You know, I had a group here one night, and one guy came to the Mm -hmm. fight. I had about 30 guys here. And one guy came Mm -hmm. to the fight, and Antifermo was entering the ring. And uh, and Roger took, took a look at him. He said, man, that guy just got the living hell beat out of himself. I mean, he didn't get in the ring yet. <laughs> he didn't even get in the ring. I, I he didn't fight. He's coming in. For, he's coming in. The, he said, you're kidding me. And he looks like that. I go, yeah. Well, Tex Cobb met him one time. And uh, mm-hmm. Vito, Vito went up and said, uh, wanted to say hello to Tex. So he goes up to Tex. He just says, hey, Tex, I'm Vito. And Tex goes, no kidding. You really? No, no shit. Are you Vito Inferno? I mean, how the hell could you mistake him? You know? <laughs> and then he said very complimentary about Tex because that was his his style of fighter. But uh, poor Vito, yeah. he, he got more out of no talent than anybody I ever knew. When he fought that draw, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> you know? So. The best boxers sometimes don't have any talent. They don't have any yeah. physical talent. No, they just get the living hell beat out of them and survive. You know, they went on guts. You know? Yep. <laughs> he, he got the crap beat out of them, I know that. Yeah. Uh, oh, Christ. Yeah, all those like, fights yeah. are like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to cut it. You remind me of Jerry Quarry. Oh, my goodness. Too. Jerry Quarry was a tough son of a bitch. I remember when he took <laughs> Ernie Schaefer's out. I remember I thought he took Ernie Schaefer's out out. Oh my goodness, that's one of my favorite one of my favorite fights. Then I seen George Foreman take Joe Corey out. Oh God. You know. Talk about the great getting a living hell beat out of you. He he enjoyed it. Like like uh Graziano, like Willie Pep said about Graziano. Rocky got mad when you missed him. You know? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right, guys, I, I guess it's the, the end, it's the end of the night. Yeah. 
All right, it was a fun night, uh, Frank. I enjoyed the show myself. I love listening to uh, Ray. If he ever comes to Wilmington, I want to be there. I want to know. I want to be there. I want to meet the guy. I just, yeah, I just text uh, uh, Zito his number so he can call him, and I'll text Zito your number so he can call you, and uh, you and Ty and and Zito can get together. Yeah, we'll all get together. We'll take him to lunch and uh, we'll have a good time. Good. Yeah. Okay, and I, I, do want, I, I, I wanted to get ready to come down to the gym if I could. I yeah. mean, I know I'm yeah. doing some on-air promotion. I forgot I'm on-air. But I do want to uh, right. ready to come down just to the gym. And, Dr. Chris, you're welcome. Yeah. I absolutely want you to come down if you can make it. Yeah. Just, just well, where does he live? Just because he, he, he lives, where does uh, he live? I live in, I'm in Delaware. I'm in Delaware. And now, I where does he live? I mean, where does, where does uh, Ray live? He lives in Ray's North Philly. Philly. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, right right up up far. he's up in the greater Not northeast. He's just he could... off uh, Street Road. Yeah, by he Byberry. could come down. Oh, yeah, yeah he'd get right on 95. Is he all the way up by uh, Old Byberry? Is that where he is, Frank? Yeah, yeah, yes. He's that's, off the that's Street Road. That's up the Boulevard. Yeah. That's all the way yeah, to Alabama. Uh, well, 95 goes yeah. right there. I mean, he's only a, a mile and a half from the 95 yeah. exchange, and he can come straight oh, down uh, yeah, uh, 95, 95 right into the Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I don't mind me. I don't mind me. Yeah, Zito's gym is right there in Canby Park. Right off yeah, of the yeah, 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 exactly. Right by Canby Park, that's where my gym is. My gym's right down yeah. the street from Canby on Mellon Avenue. Right. Right. So, so, yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. I'll yeah, meet y'all anywhere. Fun. I'll meet yeah. y'all anywhere, but I'd like y'all to come down to the gym. I mean, if you could make yeah, it that, out to yeah. Chris, I definitely want yeah, I Ray to make it just to talk to some of my fighters, you know, just give him yeah. some of that inspiration he has. See where, you know yeah. what I mean? Just because I think that every all all fighters need that. All, all you know, especially the young guys, they need something to see where somebody came from. That's right. Yeah, where hard work comes from, because cause some yeah. you now a lot of these young guys out here nowadays they don't, you know, they don't see where hard work leads up to a reward. You know, they just see people, you know, they they see fast things go down. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm talking, quick, but quick, you know, quick, they need to see quick that. success. Yeah, they want yeah, quick, they success. See quick success. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't see that guy that's working hard getting. I mean, through his body and through his mind, actually doing it fully to that capacity. As and, and I, I'm always going to go with what you say, Doctor Chris, and I tell my fighters this: the best conditioned people yeah. in this world are boxers, are fighting sports people, and swimmers. Oh yeah, swimmers! Oh my God! And, and yeah. you're the one who told me that, Doctor Chris. Swimmers are the best conditioned athletes. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Sports. It's amazing. 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 Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they're brutal. I think swimming, swimming is brutal. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Compared to fighting, I mean, when you want to yeah. quit, I mean, you, you you can either get beat up or drown. I mean, <laughs> those are the two options outside of that. I mean, you, you don't have to you don't have to dribble a ball anymore when you get tired. You you can say I, I don't want to block anymore. You can you know fold on certain plays when somebody's trying to knock your head off or you're gonna you know drown. 
mean, yeah, you have yeah. to be some conditioned person. Now, swimming is br- brutal. It's um, that guy, that guy, that last guy that we had, you know, he amazed me, that guy, with all the stamina he had. Oh, oh my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Put, put him in the put put him in the ring and he couldn't survive through uh two rounds. Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> couldn't he would be tight. He, couldn't. he would be tight and he, whole, his arms be would be unrelaxed. tense. Yeah, he oh would be right. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be confident. He wouldn't be confident at all. Breath, yeah. short arms, tense, um uh cutting the oxygen off to his brain because he's not breathing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Put me in the water. Put me in the water for three minutes. <laughs> he I'll won. tell you what. Oh, I I fought a I fought a guy in the in the intramurals who ran a mm-hmm. who ran a close to a four minute mile in the fifties, and he swam the hundred freestyle, the two hundred freestyle, and. I was coming down from 195 to 165 to try to make weight. Mm. I, I did it too fast. Damn. And uh, 30 pounds. He had, a, he had the, yeah, yeah. I lost 30 pounds because mm. I, I was too. Sh- so any, anyway, um, mm-hmm. uh, he re- he never ran out of stamina. No matter how many times you hit him, uh, he never he, he had so much stamina that he, he he never he never got tired. I mean, the guy was never tired. And I was worn so out. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I think he he was relaxed. He was relaxed. I've 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 actually people in triathlon that ran mega triathlons that have boxed right. have gotten in the ring with me and couldn't survive. I'm an old man with bad knees, but I like learned to relax myself in, 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 during yeah. those conditions. So. And and I've taught like other people, so I've I've watched people that know how to do. They they, they can have all the stamina in the world, and they get in that ring. And once somebody's trying to hurt you, the conditions change. If you're not oh, used yeah. to somebody oh, yeah. hurt, if you're not used to the conditions of somebody hurting you, then you're not going to breathe under those. You're not going to do anything right under those conditions. No, you're, you're right. I mean, I don't. I don't like equating things with combat because I've never been through combat. But <clears throat> when you when when somebody's trying to hurt you, that's life or death. That's the way I look at it. It's life or death. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we we got to go. They're they're just uh, telling me off air here that uh, our time is up and oh. they can't can't read. All right, Frank. I can't read anymore. I'll talk to All you right, guys, guys next week. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Next week. The week. Thanks a lot. Right, for everybody. Take care. Thank Bye you. Now. Thank you. Why not? Uh, take it easy, Doc. Z, you want to lead us out? Uh, I'm sorry, we we went over uh, time. It, 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 I, I miss you guys. That's why we. I think that we went over time. <laughs> Wonderful show. Um, my God, I want to thank Dr. Chris. I want to thank Bob. I mean, we didn't. I mean, I wanted to get more from Bob. I want to thank you, Butch. I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. These shows have definitely. In the memory of Bob and Coach Mel, if anyone wants to hear any fighting words, please do call. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. See, I appreciate everything you do for the show. Like I said at the, at the uh, start of the show, I couldn't do it without you. Uh, we appreciate uh, 
excuse me, all our listeners, and uh, we hope to to uh, have them back. Uh, I hope everybody learned a lot about boxing today, <laughs> and we'll look forward to seeing you guys here next week. These these programs are dedicated to those uh, men and women in the United States Armed Forces, the men and women, police and fire services, and to the doctors, nurses, and all the auxiliary people at the hospitals uh, fighting this war on COVID. Uh, these programs are also dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, Sergeant Thomas Bateger, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, uh, Jeff, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazwitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Lieutenant, Ken, Lieutenant Mike Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Arnothwa Crispin, Blakely, Blakeland PD, Chief Al Hogo, Long Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township, PA Highway Patrol. Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Deputy Chief, uh, I'm sorry, Deputy J- Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Office. Patrolman Robert Jermaine, Windermere, Florida Police Department. Trooper Chelsea Richards. Uh, Florida Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Cotliff, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Delaware State Trooper Sergeant Ronnie Bond, Lieutenant uh, Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, FDLE Special Inspector Vinnie Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper Corporal Stephen Boward. Kissimmee Police Officer Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, uh, Highlands County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerba, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Abel Rodriguez, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, uh, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, and Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, at some time will be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sunshine lightly in your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the hallow of his hand. And Bob and Coach Mel, thanks for inspiring us to carry on and have a great show. We appreciate it. Shema Hezahilma Sona Shenevoratfet Hakuig again, my Elma Oh,
Hey, Bob, we love you and we miss you. 